mercy of Guru and Vaishnavas. We have this opportunity to listen to the glories of Raj, the Rajavasis. So yesterday we heard that Maharaj, they would invite him to many different places. But what was his speciality? Wherever he would go, whenever he would speak, in the end, he would always culminate in the glories of Raj. This Raj Lila, Govinda Lila Amrit. This Govinda Lila. this. Maharaj would never end his Kata. He would never feel satisfied without speaking the glories of Radharani. He always spoke about Raj Kata. Radharani's Kata. So yesterday we heard how the glories of this Vrajaraj. So when uh, Maharaj came to the ashram, when he went to rest for a while, there he saw that Durvasarashi. He himself came and what did he say? He said, oh, you're speaking so much Katha and preaching, but my ashram is broken. It's very cold now. I have to suffer from so much heat, cold, everything. I'm not uh, sad because I'm a yogi, but there are so many devotees who come for Darshan, they'll have to suffer so much. So there's no Hari Kirtan there, no Hari Katha. Then, what is the use of having a place here? You see, the ashram only has its beauty when there's the presence of the sadhus, when there's Bhagavad is spoken. Bhagavad Gata, Kirtan is sung. Or else what is the need for having an ashram? So you're preaching everywhere. So I only take uh, responsibility for my ashram. Then in the morning, there the village elders, the village head, they all came. And they said, Maharaj, we are not able to do Seva Puja for this temple. Durga Sarashi has so much property and people have taken everything away. No one gives anything for him, for his Seva. They say they have 
broken so many pieces of land and they've occupied it they made it their own no place to go there also now and the sevak of Rishi Durvas Rishi is from this Nimbaditya Sampraday but he's very old he cannot even do Arati properly he cannot Fubhava properly some of them offer Madhukari to him and he accepts it but he's very old now he cannot carry on on his own and this Baba also came to meet Gurudev and he said oh Maharaj this is Durvas Rishi's desire let you take this responsibility. So Maharaj said, we are sadhus, you come to Dupajan. <coughs> Not come to inherit this property. They say all the villages, they surrounded Gurudev from all four sides. Said, oh Maharaj, you have to take this responsibility. And then Maharaj, again he'd go rest. And then he'd say, Durvasarishi is there again. Then he said, no one will do, you'll have to do. I'm giving you this responsibility, you'll have to do this seva. Maharaj will not accept. And they say, many months would pass. And they say, every day there'd be Kathakirtan. And Maharaj would also go there for darshan along with all the bhaktas. Get something for the seva puja there. But no one would listen. And in the end, he had to take the responsibility for the seva. Someone had kept some of this property for themselves. So Maharaj said, this, this land is for the seva of the temple. This king had given this place. So you... This land is meant for Durvasarishi Seva, not for your own enjoyment. So then why will they leave that land when they've captured it? Then Durvasarishi said, don't worry, I'm with you, I'll help you. Then what happened? Someone had occupied so much land, this much land, that much land, ten acres land. Then Maharaj anyhow, he told all of them, this is all for Durvasarishi Seva. Leave all this land behind for his Seva. This is his desire. But they won't listen. And then, wherever there is Bhagavad Shakti, what can anyone possibly do? And slowly they have to make it. All their properties and they return back to the temple. So then Maharaj opened a nice Goshala there, made a nice boundary for the cows. Because then how will the Seva be conducted in Rishi's Ashram? And then he said, they made houses all around the hill. Then Gurudhari called all of them and he said, he gave them some land, made a different house for them in different places. And he said, this is a very ancient temple. It's a very ancient monument. You have to preserve it. And then they all left their homes there. Then Gurudev on this hillock, he made a nice boundary wall. They had to dig 20 feet deep on all four sides. And then they had to make a big wall around the temple. 
so there would not be any uh, encroachment. And so even the temple was being redeveloped. And then there was a very ancient deity of Durvasarashi. This ancient deity of Durvasarashi had become very dirty now. No one could even recognize him. Then Gurudev said, all the Brahmacharis should go and do Kirtan, bring the water from the Yamuna, and do nice Abhishek with Urvasarshi. Bathe him nicely. And then offer boga to him. Offer nice boga for him. Because Vasanta Panchami is coming. And Vasanta Panchami is a big festival there. Even in Kumbamela, I will not see so many devotees. So I said, this place is in our hands. So preserve this place nicely. So the son Durvasarashi, when he was bathed, he became shining, he was shining so much. Then the villagers said, "Oh, they just bought a new deity, and they sold the old deity. They sell the these. They took the old deity and they sent it to the west. They said, huh? so they had this foolish conception." Scholars, if you just hint at them, if you just hint to them, they'll understand. But fools, you have to slap them. Only then they'll understand. Therefore, you need a stick for a dog, to beat a dog. But for a cow, you need to love it. If you love it, it'll give you its milk. But for it to control a dog, you have to beat the dog. So then they said, oh, they stolen our vigraha. They sent it to the west. Then Maharaj, said, just in front of you, we did Abhishek of his deity. None of you even bathed him, did his Abhishek. Just offer some boga and just see how dirty the deity had become. You see, there are so many spider webs there. The rat, rats are moving around. So many bugs, insects. So he made the deity very nice, very clean. The temple was inaugurated. But then what happened? Like you see, like you see how Vrindadevi manifested there in Rupsanathan Gaudiyamat. Similarly, Yamuna Devi, she also appeared to Gurudev and she said, Maharaj, you made a nice temple, but for me there's nothing. There are no deity of mine every, anywhere here. Durvas Rishi has given you everything. He's given you this wealth. He made you vacate. He may gave all this land to you. He has, he respected you so much. But there's no place for me. Then Maharaj said, How can I bring you here? You're already here. He said, No. If you build this temple, then also make a place for me. Because wherever this temple is made, then Mahaprabhu will come, Radha and Krishna will come. So Yamanadevi said, I will also come, make a place for me also. So then Maharaj said, I don't know how to make a vigra of yours because there's no vigra of yours anywhere. Vrindavan, there's one temple of Ganga Devi. One deity of Ganga Devi. But no one even knows. Such a beautiful deity of Ganga Devi. Beautiful temple of Ganga Devi. Beautiful deity. But by the influence of time, this temple has become concealed now. Because the entire property is theirs. So if they desire to manifest this temple, then so many people can come for darshan. So, 
So Yamuna Devi, she said, I'm here since such a long time. No one's made any temple for me. She make a nice place for me. And Maharaj, he prayed, how can this temple, how can your deity be made? Then meanwhile, we had one temple near Kishwaji Gaudiyama that belonged to someone else, another Sampraday. Secretary there, he, he used to give training to all these, to the hospital stuff. Very nice power he had, authority. So he was the secretary of that temple. Entire responsibility of the temple was on him. So he heard that oh Maharaj. He heard that Maharaj had redeveloped this temple of Durvasa. She so then Yamunadevi she also told him that in your life you you see, your whole life you never married, and you served uh, Krishna and Balaram. Krishna and Balaram are your two sons. Therefore, I'm your daughter now. Yamuna Devi told him, and Radharani is coming here. Krishna is also coming, so they're all yours now. So then he came and he told Maharaj. Oh Maharaj, I heard you going to manifest the deity of Yamuna Devi. He said, yes, this is the order of Yamuna Devi for me. He said, oh Maharaj, I have served Krishna and Balaram my entire life. Whatever income I had, everything I used only for their service. Didn't keep anything for myself. So those would come, they do Katha, they do Kirtan. The collection, everything for them. So now Yamuna Devi, she has given me this order. That I'm your daughter, and Radharani is your other daughter. You'll have to do everything now for us. So she's thinking, now I have some pension, and what all wealth I had, I gave it away to the temple. But I'll make some arrangement for their seva. Then Maharaji said. Thakurji, it's his desire. He'll accept from whoever he desires. So then, you could at least ask Yamuna Devi how a deity should be like. She gave me darshan and I asked her, should I make a deity like how I've seen you? In what way should I make a deity? And then after some time, the secretary made a very nice uh, picture. Yamuna Devi standing she was standing a threefold bending form like Krishna and she had a lotus flower garland in her right hand she had a crown on her head and this is she, very beautiful picture like you see all over Mathura Vrindavan Yamuna Devi so Maharaj said alright let's go to Jaipur so no one had many deity of Yamuna Devi in Jaipur so Maharaj gave them this picture. Then everyone they said, we cannot do, we cannot do. And Maharaj, he went to the grandchildren of Paramudha's disciple, 
were previously made the deity of Radhavinath Bihari in Mathura. So Maharaj went there. Then he went and he told them. Then they said, alright, we'll make the deity, we'll make the Singhasan, we'll make him Radha Krishna Mahaprabhu, and also make Singhasan Uttarvasarishi. This is our duty. Our great fortune you've come. We'll do everything. And this way, if you go for Darshan, you can see such a nice deity of Yamuna Devi they made in one Prakost, in one Singhasan. Out of such beautiful marble. And Radha Krishna Mahaprabhu also separate Singhasan. They made separate Singhasan Uttarvasa. And they say everything was ready in that temple. when the temple was about to be inaugurated the Maharaj was in the west he said if I cannot come anyhow you make the temple inaugurated arrange for the temple inauguration inaugurate the temple so then now until now no one had said anything this way everything was returned to the temple all the property of the temple which had been lost it was returned to the temple so then what did they do they start raising their voices they said no this temple belongs to us villagers, not to anyone else. It cannot be given to any sadhu. It belongs to us. We won't let anyone come here. And they start fighting so much. Then 10-20 villages came. Villages from 10-20 villages came and they start getting so many problems. And then what did they do? There were 150-200 brahmacharis. So 150-200 brahmacharis, they were like sheep. And all the villagers were like lions. They surrounded these brahmacharis from all sides. This way they were surrounded them from all sides. In this way. And they attacked from all four sides. Beating, shouting, abusing, they did everything. That time I was alone in Mathura temple. Because everyone was there in Dupasarashi. And my responsibility was to cook boba and and offer it there in the temple because the temple was just inaugurated. Archan was going on. Big feast was going to be organized. So I had big feast, I had to do everything. So then I made everything ready. And then the vehicle was about to go. Then I had a big Mahabharata was going on there. They were fighting so much. All the villagers with the brahmacharis. Then I said, I was all alone, Mathura, no one was there. Then he said, all right. Then I said, oh, they did not wait for Gurudev to come from the west. If Gurudev would have been here, no one could have said anything. They left Guru, they left Govinda independently. They wanted to do this, now see the result. If Gurudev would have come, then the whole thing would have happened very nicely. He is the deity of Bhagavan's compassion. But see, now you see what is going to happen. And then in this way, they beat the brahmacharis so much, and then they could not do anything. So at that time, then I was thinking, what's happened has happened. 
retired so much intelligence they could have waited for Gurudev to return. So no spraying in my mind to Gurudev. Then So anyhow I knew some contacts. Then I arranged for some people to go there. Then by then there was but then already many things had happened. Then something happened which should not be stated. And Gurudev came from the West. And then some went to jail, some went to prison. And so and just say Durvasarishi's Lila. How we test people. See someone's hand was broken someone's leg was broken someone's head was broken because all these people had beaten brahmacharis and they all started suffering so much then all the police came then the deity was manifested and what did the villagers do? they said Radha Krishna's deity should not be here only Durvasa will stay here we will keep Durvasa in between Radha and Krishna they won't say anything to Yamuna Devi. They said Radhan shall go to the side and Durvasa will be in the middle. They started creating so much commotion. Saying Durvasa is the Guru of Krishna, the Guru of the Rajavasis. And then when they were released from the prison, bailed, when they were bailed, then politicians came, many officials. And they said, Vedruvasarashi, he'll come first. And then Radhanamkshana will be in the middle. And Yamunadi will be on the side, left side. No one could say anything. And a big festival was celebrated. Nice feast was organized. Ten villages came. No one said even one single word. So then, I was there. There were so many sweets were made. Thousands of people were coming. So there was one Seva with me. Then, what, what did he do? Then he collected all the pranameens, so many sacks. Then he said, Just see Durva Sarashi's Leela, just see, there was a big fight now. And just see how much pranami we're getting now. Then all the pranami that I got, I used all the pranami to to help all the Brahmins. I made so many sweets, made a big feast, and then distributed all that to all the Brahmins and everyone. And Yamuna Devi was present there, and then there was so much Shanti there. There was a Koshal nearby. There was nothing in, uh, in want. And then slowly, they made a case then. Then Gurudev, he gave the keys to the magistrate, saying give this temple back to them why should we suffer so much because these people the magistrate said oh Maharaj if you give them the temple then they'll just sell the entire temple they're not keep. so don't give anything to them I will not give the temple to these villagers I know how to I know how to correct them because Maharaj he didn't want to get into all of these things so once there was so much rain and the, the wall collapsed on seven homes they all died there was a gas cylinder explosion and so many people died and now he says that all those who opposed, now they're in their family, entire family died. 
No, there is not even one single descendant of that family. Because if you are opposing the sadhus, how can you possibly live in this world? But the sadhus curse them? No. Sadhus will never curse. Maharaj, he, he made everything for them. He arranged for food, clothing, everything. I told Maharaj that you are doing so much for them despite them opposing so much. They are like snakes and we are giving them milk giving milk to the snakes. Then Gurudavi told me, if I was like you, then would the situation have been reconciled? So therefore, by fighting, by all these things, you cannot uh, correct anyone. If someone has done something wrong, you must, if you, if you do the same thing to him, then how will he be corrected? You will have to show some love to him. We will have to live there. Amongst all of them, they will look after the temple. So if you don't have a good relationship with them, then how can we stay there? And then in this way, Maharaj would go into Katakirtan there. And all the religious do Maharaj's Katha and then honoring this Mahaprasad, they all changed. Before there was no sweet water in the temple. So then the village ladies, they would bring so many pots of water and they'd give it to the temple devotees. They'd bring milk, buttermilk, machach, everything. They'd give rotis. They'd, they'd help the temple so much. But Durva Sarishi, he had some other plans. Then Durva Sarishi, he saw how when all this fighting was going on, then what did Durva Sarishi do? He, he punished all those who opposed the sadhus. And then you see, Gurudev, he stayed in Raj his entire life. And because of Durva Sarashi, he said, no, we'll have to go preach everywhere. So by Durva Sarashi's desire, in 1996, he had to go preaching. Gurudev thought, I'll stay here the rest of my life, in my old age. But Durva Sarashi, he said, no, you'll have to go preaching now. So then in 1996, he started preaching all over the world. And Durva Sarashi said, I'm with you, don't worry. No one, even if they oppose you so much, by my blessings, nothing will happen to you. Before Guru Dev went to so many countries around the world, so many people opposed him. But still, Durvas Rishi was always protecting him. Once, before Guru Dev was going to some temple, then the, some temple officials, they sent a letter to Guru Dev, that if you will come here, then you will leave you leave your body behind here. Means they are threatening him. So the devotee said, we don't, no need to go there. So Gurudev said, why are you scared of these people? You think you'll stay here for the rest of your life in this world? You'll stay eternally. I'm going there. I don't care for these people. So these devotees, they had locked the temple and they ran away somewhere. Gurudev didn't say anything. So this Prabhupada's temple, how can I not go inside? And when they started doing Kirtan there, then he saw all the followers they all came. Only the two four, uh, only the two four temple devotees who thought of themselves as Mahabhavats, they didn't come. And when all the others came, the temple gates opened, Harikata Kirtan took place, Bhagavad was offered. Then the officials, they said, whoever heard Maharaj Harikata, they, they'll be kicked out of the temple. They said, alright, kick us out, we'll just follow Gurudev. 
and they say hundred, one fifty people were all kicked out. Now the temple was empty now. Because they all went with Gurudev. If uh, the Sadhu's Leela is incomprehensible. And now, even now, there's a rule in Braj. In one Vasant Panchami, everyone will go to this Durvasarashi's temple. There. And then everyone comes for this Jagannath Yatra. Because they know that is. If you go and have Darshan of Durvasarashi on his appearance in Vasant Panchami, then he'll look after us for the entire year. Or else our, our cows and calves will fall sick. We won't have anything to eat. We might fall sick. No one will listen to us. So many problems will come upon us. So anyhow, every year on this day on Vasant Panchami, we'll go and have Darshan of Durvasarashi. Give him some yellow cloth, offer some boga, fruits and flowers. And then this way, so many things are offered on that day to Durvasarashi. And this way, the pranami they receive on this day of Vasanta Panchami is so much that four or five temples can be maintained by this pranami. They give so many things, so much money. And Gurudev said, don't take anything for yourselves. Whatever you get, you distribute to everyone. Don't give anything for your personal use. Everything will be distributed. And then, the more things will be distributed, the more they get more, they receive. Because sadhus are not greedy. Because the sadhus are not using everything selflessly. So the people, they would acknowledge the character of the sadhus. Let's say, oh, the sadhus are selfless, so we'll give them more and more. So since then, every day, this Katha, Kirtan, festival, so much. And now you see the temple is so beautiful. They made such a nice garden there, Koshala, the, the way to the temple is so nice. So the time. So this lady, who was the secretary of the temple, then she bought a fridge for the Durvasarish temple, she bought bangles for Radharani, Yamunadi, Vamsi, for Krishna. She bought so many nice things. And every day she'd come to the temple and do seva. Very pious lady. And then she said, now my life is successful. So Maharaj, you go every day to the Yamuna. He'd offer pranams in her houses on the way. And she said, oh Maharaj, today's Ekadashi. Today's my desire. Send some brahmacharis here. And do some kirtan here. Jamunaji's desire, Radharani's desire, that today I leave my body and go to the eternal abode. Then Maharaj said, you're doing so much seva, why do you want to leave? She said, no, no, my time has come now. My time has come and uh, I know that I will not stay long here anymore, longer. And Maharaj said, and Haridas Thakurish said the same thing to Mahaprabhu, that Mahaprabhu, you will not stay long, so I'll leave before you. Mahaprabhu said, oh Haridas, you are my everything. If you leave me, then I'll be all alone. And Haridas Thakurish said, oh, there's so many fruits in one tree. If one fruit falls to the ground, then what difference does it make? Innumerable devotees, if I leave, what difference does it make? So Maharaj said, oh daughter, don't speak like this. You're doing so much seva. Go and stay in the Durvas Rishi temple. Whatever you need, I'll give you. Just do your seva there. She said, no, Maharaj. If I go to Bhagavan's house, I should not enjoy that house. Make it dirty. That house is for Prabhu, for the Santas, Bhaktas. 
So you kindly send devotees to my house, they'll do kirtan, and I'll leave my body today. It's the Vekadashi. And Maharaj told the Brahmacharis, go and do kirtan in our house. She wants to leave today. And the Brahmacharis start doing kirtan. And meanwhile all her relatives came, everyone came to her house. And then she said, what of property I have, no one has any claim to it. All the entire property should be given for Maharshi, Durvasa, Siva, and for Radharani and Yamuna Devi Siva, because they are my daughters. She made so many nice ornaments for Yamuna, Radharani. And then in this way, when Kirtan was going on, then it was 12 on the afternoon, and then she offered pranams to all the brahmacharis. She gave dakshana to them by her own hands. She gave fruits and flowers. She offered pranams and then she left her body then. Just as Bhishma Pitama left, then just see the thinking, just see this lady, she is so pious. How is it possible to leave one's body like that? You see, one dies in a very... When will that day come? When one can die very effortlessly? Means... He is such a humble life that even when he leaves his body, he leaves according to his own desire. That I mean, Gurudev came to our house. She also had many relatives, everyone. Because she never married. She didn't have any children. Krishna and Balram were two sons. Radharani Yamuna were two daughters. And they took her body in the bank of the Yamuna and cremated her there. They made a big feast for her. You say, Maharaj. Every day he'd go to the Yamuna. So there'd be many beggars sitting near the Sarangeshwar Mahadev. Because people give them something and they take something. So they sit on one side. And then in rainy season, winter, summer. So Maharaj would tell me, make something nice. They're very poor people. Where only you're eating, you can give them also something to eat. So, my rule was that whatever is made, I'd also make one separate, one bucket of prasad for them also. So, and I tell the brahmacharis, go and distribute to those beggars also. So, there there's an old lady. She didn't have anything. She had Sunday, every day she'd offer pronouns to Maharaj. Sunday she told Maharaj, I have something. You can engage this in Tagalji Seva. He said, what do you have? And she'd say, oh, I have like this much money. Like, so I buy a sari 50 paisa. And then I'll, I'll use the rest of the money to buy some rice and dal. So just send some brahmachari and I'll give these things. And then offer boga. And then please put the sadi around Radharani. And also make some sweets. For 25 paisa, buy some sweets. And she gave rice and dal. So I said, oh Maharaj, oh, there's so many insects in this rice. How can we use this rice to offer boga? Maharaj said, no. Anyhow, you go put this rice in the sun, right? And then you off make some nice things. And the sari was, uh, this is a ready-made garment. 
how can we offer this ready-made garment? Because it's a cut-piece garment. How can we offer such a thing to Radharani? He said, no. Anyhow, we'll have to dress Radharani with the sari. And then I told her that she's going to come have darshan and give us some prasad. So then if I don't follow, then where will I go because of disobeying Guru? Anyhow, this rice was mixed with so many things. Because you see, when people give bhiksha to beggars, they give all useless things. Because they don't care. They they just have a cloth laid out on the ground. And they throw everything on the cloth. Also, then she just got what she collected, she gave. There was dal, there was wheat, barley, so many things are mixed with the rice. So then this way, anyhow, my guru is desire. I separated the rice out of all these things after so many hours. And then I made something. Because I had no other way. At the time, there was a sari also. That I was doing Shingar of Thakurji. So then, anyhow, I made a nice sari for Radharani. Today also they bought the sari for me. Very thin sari. And this, way, this reminded me so much of that day. Then Guru said, water was made of a boga and give that prasad to me also. Then I was thinking, oh, how can I offer this to Guru there? Because I only make a little rice for Maharaj. Make little dal for him. And then make some sabji. Because Maharaj never liked this oily, chilly sabjis. Just add a little salt. Some dal and just some some little rice. Some boiled aloo. Make some dalia in the evening. Make two rotis. In the morning, some fruits. So Maharaj is very detached. So we offered Boga. Maharaj said, oh. You see, Krishna, he liked this chipped rice. But Sudama's offered him. And Vidur's wife offered him these banana peels. Do you know how delicious this was to Krishna? He didn't like this Rajbhav offered by Duryodhan. So if you'll just see how nectarian this will be. So he'd always tease me. So then he was telling me, oh, this is so nectarian. So then I saw today, oh, something has been wrong. Maybe I've added too much salt. Maybe something's wrong. Or why is he praising what has been made today? Saying this is so nectarian. That Maharaj, he was honoring this Mahabhasat. And when the plate came out, so then our rule was, as long as Guru's plate had not come out, then the asan would not be laid out. No touching every single drop of water. And they say, everyone, Mahabhasat would distribute everyone's plate. Then everything would be made. Then those around in this Mahabhasat, they also became so happy. And this lady, she came down. Because there was a neem tree in front of our temple. From the bus stand to Rangeshwar. There was a, there was a huge tree. Shade extended all the way. Some king had planted this tree. And at that time, under this neem tree, all these cobblers, these ice cream vendors, fruit sellers, and during the hot day, they'd all rest underneath the shade of this tree. And when the temple bell would ring, then they'd all come to the temple. Because they knew we'd get some prasad. So Maharaj said, oh, go see this old lady has come or not. She cannot, because her 
Our temple was on the first floor. And this, and they say this, this, the steps are very steep. The terrain is made from redstone. It was very difficult to climb these stairs. And how could this lady climb these stairs? So then anyhow, after some time, we cut these stairs down. And we made very small steps. And now they're making a new temple there. So then Maharaji said, go give to this lady. So when he took this prasad, and he said, she said, have you brought Guruji's prasad? Then I said, just see this lady. She already knows. So then anyhow, we had a few remnants of Gurudev, saying, okay, take this prasad. And he said, she honored these remnants of Gurudev as well. And then we gave her this Mahaprasad, and then she honored Mahaprasad. In the morning, when Gurudev was going to the Amuna, then she overpronounced to Maharaj. She said, now you bless me that, because of my karma. Anyhow, I used to always reside near the door of Thakurji. You know, I don't know how much longer I'll stay. So kindly give me permission. She said, how can I give you permission to leave? If you if you pray to Prabhu, then he'll listen to your prayers. So kindly, you bid me farewell. You send me away from here. So then Gurudev, he told me, go give us some Janamrita Mahaprasad. She wants to leave. How so long? How much more longer will she suffer? So then Maharaji had many followers there in Mathura. Because that time Maharaj wouldn't give initiation to anyone. But they all accepted Maharaj as their Guru. Because my Guru Maharaj, he had said, that if you don't respect my God brothers, then you're not my disciple. Then, yeah, no place here. There was so much faith in Maharaj. Then, all his God brothers, disciples of his God brothers, they loved him so much. As their own Guru. So some lady, some persons, they made a tin shed for her near their house in Dampier. And she stayed there. And she'd come and have, she stayed near this Rangeshwar temple. So they said, we'd give everything for you. She said, no. I'm not, I don't want to be a added responsibility in anyone. Whatever I get there, that's enough for me. They give me something either ways. I don't want to be wait on someone. So then Maharaj, would send Prasad to her. And then she honored this Mahaprasad. And after some time, she left her body. And the Brahmacharis went, they did Kirtan, they did Aarti, they took her, bathed her body in the Yamuna, cremated her, performed the final rites. Even now, even if anyone comes, they're suffering so much. Then I remember Gurudev, I tell the Brahmacharis, you go there, you go pray, so that they leave their bodies, because they're suffering so much in their final days. Never tell the brahmacharis that if anyone is suffering so much, go and tell, go and make them leave their bodies. So I think they think I'm joking with them. So the brahmacharis, they go there. They offer Aarti, Lam, the Great Bhagavan, and then they leave their bodies. They delivered. Because Bhagavan, he listens to the words of the sadhus. Maharaj he'd say you look at their hearts don't hate them don't neglect them 
So don't think they're rich or poor. Just see if their hearts are pure or not. Because if they give something, Prabhu accepts what they have to offer. So that day, you see, these insects had eaten this rice and this dal. But still I can never forget. It was so nice, that Mahabharasad. Even, even now some people, they come, they don't have anything. But still they give, anyhow, some days before I saw. One is gone, one devotee in Rumiskan. Now he bought some rice, sata. He got two small sacks. And then, near to Nitin. Then I saw the insects had eaten everything. So anyhow, Nitin, he, he saved the entire thing. And then he separated the whole thing. So why did they make him leave his khan? Because he'd be eating for two hours. He'd just be eating, 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 and the devotees got very fed up with him. Let's just see how his love was. And this way, when he eats here, he, he gives everything to the temple. Uh, see, there's some old ladies, widows. See, they also come and give here. And they say, when you cook what they've given, then you see that everything is so nice, so fragrant and so tasty, delicious. Because the people give it so much love that if nothing is even left, everyone honors whatever they've given. So Maharaj, you would tell me that there are many landlords, uh, many wealthy people, they come, they give so much. So if they give you something, then you call these Brahmin Chobes, you call these yogis and give everything to them. And whatever you get from Bhiksha, this Atta rice, Madhukari, then you offer Boga, and you honor Mahabhasa, then your intelligence will be alright. Don't take what these wealthy people have to offer. So one day Maharaj said, today you will make kheer and pua and one sabji. We invite all the sadhus, all the Gaudiyamats, sadhus, Puchri, call all of them. And if you go a little further from Dangati, there is Bhakti Saruparot Maharaj's temple. He was a disciple of Bhaktivedanta Madhukasvami Maharaj. He was a Nepali Maharaj. He he made his temple there next to Dangati. And Maharaj used to do so much bhajan, Parvat Maharaj. On a good day, he organized a big feast in front of Giriraj, Dabhujeva Giriraj. He took some Chanamrit and then he told Giriraj, oh, Giriraj, now you take me with you forever. Son on good day did everything. So many devotees were there. And then he left his body there. And his samadhi also took place there. Where he left his body, even now you can go have darshan with samadhi there. So then Maharaj, he said, offer some boga to Giraj and call all the sadhus in that temple. Parvat Maharaj's temple. So whole night I made malpuas, made sabji, then made milk from one quintal. 
Fakir Malpua and Sabji. Big, big puas, not small ones, made out of pure ghee. When I called the sadhus, Bhugas offered Giriraj. And I said, the sadhus all sat down. And sadhus did everything within 15 minutes. Nothing was left. And then they became very happy. And Maharaj said, oh, today is a very nice day. Giriraj has given so much mercy. Giriraj himself has eaten everything now. So very good. Let's go on Parikrama. So I hadn't slept the whole day. I had worked hard the entire night. I was so hungry. And then Guruji said, anyhow, let's go on Parikrama now. So Mathura Maharaj, got one bus from Mathura. From other places, they are also hungry. They hadn't eaten anything. And Maharaj said, let's go on Parikrama. And I was thinking what to do. So, meanwhile I saw that there was one rickshaw there and then one one person on a rickshaw he got rice, dal, sabji five, six rickshaws came with all these different kinds of food and they gave everything to us then Mahara said just see Giraj first he ate everything and now see he is giving everything back and Krishna put boga there you see everything was full that containers were full and Giraji, now you see, Giraji sent all this rice, dal, everything. So then I said, because you don't like eating chili and oily things, therefore now we'll make nice things. So then anyhow, we we collected some bricks, we made a stove there, we made an oven. And then we, all the Parikrama devotees were with us. At the time, the path was, Parikrama way was very small. So many trees there, and then all whoever had come on Parikrama, they all start cooking, and then so many things were made, and then this big feast was organized until evening. So then I've seen in my life how the Guru, how the glories are. And again he went on Parikrama in the evening. And then we returned after doing Parikrama in the night. Then again I made something for them. Then I said, I will not leave them until I feed them Malpua. Uh, Babaji have eaten everything now. I don't I cannot feed the sadhus. Then as soon as they finish the I, I and then I finished Parikrama quickly. And then I returned and I made Malpuas and Kira again. Then Gurudevi asked me, Where did you make these Malpuas from? Then I you just told me if I offer Bhagavad to Giraj and Giraj again gives everything back. So now Giraj is giving everything back now. Now you want, now you want to eat these Malpuas. There's a, there's a big festival there. All, all these Malpuas and Kira was distributed. Now all these have just become a distant memory, you know. Only remembering these things that happened in the past. Just see how the how glorious Mahaprasad is, how glorious this Kirtan is glorifying Mahaprasad. Then Gurudev will distribute it to everyone. On Radhastami in Mathura, Gurudev will tell us through the days before. Then now Malpur should be made. Kheer, Pua, Kadi, Rice, and Arvi, Sabji should be made for Radharani. Then, Give me one. Some malpoor should be placed under my bed in the room. And I said, you will not eat anything, so why should I keep malpoor under your bed? He said, don't say anything. Just come and put it under my bed. So anyone who come for darshan, offer pranam to Gurudev. Then Gurudev, he take mal- malpoor and divide it into 50 pieces. And then he would give one small piece to whoever came for darshan. And I said, just give one poor, I'll make more. He said, no, I'll only give one small piece. I said, what will happen by giving them a small piece? 
means even a fragment of Mahaprasad is so glorious. You see, Mahaprasad, you should give them only a little, then they'll realize the value of Mahaprasad. Or else you give them more and more, they'll never realize the value of Mahaprasad. Because if you fill all their, if you fill their stomachs, then they're no different from buffaloes, elephants. If you give them a little Mahaprasad, then they'll realize, oh, this Mahaprasad is so valuable. Maharaj would get one peda, then that one small peda he'd divide to 50 people and give to 50 people. And Navadi, we used to see, he'd get a small container of kheer. In the afternoon, this Rajbog would be offered and put that kheer, and Gurudev would just take a little, touch it to his lips. And then this kheer would be distributed. He'd take a spoon of kheer, put it on the palm of his hand, and then it seemed he was applying tilak. And then he'd give us a little, little, little in our hands. And we'd take, we'd honor that Mahaprasad. When he'd give us kheer, he'd give us only one or two grains of that kheer. And he'd give us the Jagannath Mahaprasad, he'd give us only little of Jagannath Mahaprasad. Mathura Peda, only little of Mathura Peda he'd give us. In this way, Gurudev would tell us, we were thinking, he can give us four or five packets. Why is he giving us only a little? That time Gurudev, anyhow, he'd say, he realize the value of Mahaprasad this way. In Devananda Gaudiya Mat, you see, if they'd make just lit, if you see, he, he'd make a little sabji. And if there'd be a thousand people, he'd distribute that th- little sabji to a thousand people. And there'd still be something left behind. He was such an expert in distributing Mahaprasad. You see, in Jagannath Mahaprasad, you see, in Jagannath Puri, they'd give a small pot of Mahaprasad. But the pandas, you see, they're so expert that they distribute this Mahaprasad to everyone. There'd still be something left behind. Although it was very small in quantity. So in this way, the Santas, they're so glorious. So then, in this way, I've seen this mercy of Giriraj. How so many rickshaws came. Even I think, sometimes I think, oh, at that time, in lockdown, everything was closed. But you still see, even then, Giriraj was arranging for everything, for everyone. Who was arranging everything? Therefore, the Guru Varga, there sitting they make sure that no one is suffering you know someone was asking and I said they're such they're small children they have no clue where they'll eat where they'll sleep someone who surrendered why will he have any tension he'll have no tension because Prabhu he's there to look after him to nurture him so Maharaj from the very beginning he said one who surrendered is Akinjan and by such Akinjan by being positionless his only position is Krishna he will not think about tomorrow the day after what will happen tomorrow what will happen the day after he will only think how to serve Prabhu he now may I never lose his remembrance may I never be far away from him because the entire world is his everything is his he does everything why should I worry so I have seen hope I've seen all these leaders one day after another. Now we listen tomorrow. I'll speak about something tomorrow.